Welcome to the Natural Healthcare Show. If you struggle with weight or belly fat, have metabolism issues, or find it hard to fall asleep but are always tired, Dr. Brian Foley is here to lead you on a path to better health through a natural approach to healthcare. If you would like to talk to Dr. Brian Foley, give us a call at 615-737-9986. Now, here's your hosts for today's show, Dr. Brian Foley. Hello, listeners. This is Dr. Brian Foley, your alternative doctor, and hopefully we'll have shortly on the line another alternative doctor, Dr. Rob. Uh, We're having a few new technical difficulties, I guess you could call it, and uh, but we are live. We are bringing you this show live, which means uh, what this show does is uh, it avoids the fads, the trends, and the bullface lies out there on healthcare. And we've been doing this show for uh, quite a while and getting people healthy and letting them know what we do to maintain and fix their health. Now, we have a saying in my office that uh, we look at medicine as a short-term solution, not a long-term solution. So what we want to do is if you have any health problems, we want to uh, look at what we need to do to fix those health problems. Look at look under, if you're looking for like your high blood pressure, let's say that you have high blood pressure and there's a reason you have high blood pressure, but it's being managed, not fixed, managed by the medication. Obviously we want you on the medication. We don't want you to walk around with high blood pressure. So we, you can manage those uh, problems uh, with uh, the medication, but let's look at that as a short-term solution, not a long-term solution. So we can find out what is it that's causing you to have uh, high blood pressure. And in my office, what I find clinically about 70% of the time, it's your adrenal glands. So guess what? In our office, uh, we will have to get your adrenals up and going, so to speak. Uh, with nutrition, we find out why are they fatigued? Why is it uh, a problem? It could also be things like your liver, your kidneys, uh, or any actually gland or organ that's not functioning at 100% and it's uh, pushing up your blood pressure. Now, how do we fix the adrenals? Well, we fix it with real food. Now, those uh, that are new and listening maybe for the first time, uh, what we do is in our office is we use nutrition, but it's whole food nutrition. There's a big, big difference between uh, what's on the open market, which is nutraceuticals, and we talk about this all the time, which is basically chemicals. Uh, unfortunately, the FDA allows uh, the producers of these uh, so supposedly vitamins um, purchase the active ingredient, and the one that I like to use as an example is your vitamin C. If you look at vitamin C, you turn the bottle around and it says as ascorbic acid. Well, that's not really true vitamin C. That's ascorbic acid. It's the active portion of vitamin C. So uh, what we do is we actually have, and we work with a company, it's called Standard Process. They've been around for uh, over 90 years now. They're up in Wisconsin. They own 423 uh, acres of certified organic ground. Uh, they're the largest organic uh, farmers in the world. And what they do is they produce nutrition, real food. So when I give you vitamin C, it's the vitamin C that you would actually find in food, in an orange. You would it'd be a complex vitamin C. So that's how we handle certain glands and organs in the body. And guess what? takes the most vitamin C in your body, what gland or organ? 
it is the adrenal glands. The adrenal glands use most of the vitamin C. So let's say here's a problem that you probably don't know about. Let's say that you are taking synthetic vitamin C, ascorbic acid, and you continue to take that for many, many years, many, many months. Uh, it's going to eventually wear out your adrenal glands. So you want to look at the nutraceuticals as a short-term solution. We usually use them as a catalyst, like if you are going to on vacation or something like that, why not take the vitamin C? You'll just rev things up, keep things going, but then you stop taking it because it's going to wear and tear on your body. Your body can handle those for short uh, periods of time, not long periods of time. So we're, we're using uh, high blood pressure as our example, and we will address whatever the issue is with the adrenals. Uh, most people that are coming into my office, uh, that's the number one thing we have to handle with most people is your adrenal glands. If you don't know what your adrenal glands are, they're known as your stress glands. If you've ever been under any stress, uh, they will uh, be fatigued over a period of time if you're not getting the right nutrition. Now, you might eat a good uh, meal, you might have uh, good eating habits, but the problem is our food supply is so poor on vitamins now that almost everybody has to supplement uh, with nutrition. I wished it was so easy as you coming into my office and me telling you what to eat. The days of eating yourself out of a disease is over with. You can't do that anymore. You know, the old time doctors, if you had a heart problem, they told you to go eat some uh, cow heart, some sheep heart. Uh, if you had a liver problem, go eat some liver. Uh, try and get somebody to eat liver or heart today is uh, almost sentencing them to like death. <laughs> uh, they don't wanna eat that stuff. So um, what we do is we don't have you eat heart, eat a heart or liver if you're having liver problems, but we do have it in a pill form, a natural form. And uh, what we use, Here's another example. Uh, we use a product called Beta Food. Beta Food is beets. The liver loves beets. If you took five tablets, that's the equivalency of eating a bushel basket of beets nutrition-wise. So we're gonna give you nutrition in a therapeutic dosage so that your liver or your adrenals can overcome those problems. Now, does that mean that you can eat anything that you want uh, as we're doing this? No. What got you to the point of having fatigued adrenals is something that we're going to have to address and also make sure that we break those habits, those uh, eating habits, which is usually a standard American diet, which the acronym for that is SAD, standard American diet, SAD diet. You've been on it all your life and we're gonna to have to change some things. Now, what's so bad about the standard American diet is that there's so much sugar in our diet, it's ridiculous. Uh, our body can handle only 75 net carbs per day. A carb is a sugar, it's considered a, a sugar, so we use it interchangeably at my office. Sugars and carbs, when we talk, we're talking about the same thing. And we're talking about simple carbs, not complex, simple carbs that get into your diet. And we can only handle 75. Your average American is eating 400 to 500 carbs per day. Well, that's a lot of uh, extra carbs. What happens to all those carbs? Well, just go down to the mall, sit there and watch people to see how many people are actually overweight nowadays. And that's because the body has to do something with all that extra energy. So it sends it to the liver. 
changes it to triglycerides and stores it as fat. And that's why we got a lot of overweight people. All right, so we're gonna have to uh, work on that. We're gonna have to get those carbs down to 75 net carbs. That is not a low carb diet, believe it or not. What that is, is that is uh, a normal carb diet, not a low carb diet. It's a normal carb diet. So we gotta get your carbs down to at least normal. Believe it or not, if we just bring your carbs down to uh, normal, then what's gonna happen is you will actually start feeling better. Now, believe me, I know there is a problem with carbs as far as addiction goes. Uh, getting people and working with people and getting them off of sugar is almost like working with a drug addict, trying to get them off of a drug. Sugar is addictive, very addictive. And what will happen is the person will be eating the sugar and they're gonna start to have some withdrawals. So there's different things, different herbs, different uh, ways we can handle uh, the withdrawals, but the person is gonna start having withdrawals. And what we need to do is uh, work with that person and get them through those withdrawals. Sometimes it's just gritting your teeth and hanging in there. Sometimes it's substituting uh, other sweet things for a while, such as stevia, which is an herb. It's 300 times sweeter than sugar. Some people don't like stevia because it doesn't taste exactly like sugar, uh, but that could help to satisfy some cravings. There's another one out there that's up and coming called monk fruit. Monk fruit is comes from Japan. It is a fruit, and uh, we will substitute that. Now, the nice thing about stevia and monk fruit is they have a zero glycemic index. They're very sweet tasting, uh, but they have a zero glycemic index, meaning that they um, no longer uh, go into your bloodstream. Other acceptable sweeteners, depending on what we're trying to accomplish with the person, would be honey, unpasteurized honey, not like raw honey, unpasteurized honey, and preferably getting it from a local uh, farmer bee farmer, I guess you'd call them, or beekeeper, and that would be a little bit more beneficial to you. But honey, if you're going for weight loss, can stop weight loss. That's a low glycemic index, but it is one of the acceptable sweeteners. And true, real maple syrup is also an acceptable sweetener. That's a low glycemic uh, index. So those are the things that uh, we, that we, uh, do in our office. We have to work with people and we have to get them to change their eating habits. If you continue to stay with a standard American diet and just think you can take a few supplements and everything's going to change, that is not going to work, unfortunately. So what we need to do is we need to change your eating habits as well. Now, when we start working with somebody, if you just think about it, it, it sounds horrible. I know I, everybody's been on a yo-yo diet. Everybody's tried every diet in the world. Uh, we know that diets don't work. That's why we don't have diets, that we want to change the uh, eating habits of a person. So we don't do this cold turkey. It takes time to go over uh, the eating, and we might work on maybe breakfast for three or four um, three or four weeks before we actually change and then we'll start working on lunch and then we'll start working on dinner. A good rule of thumb is if you're worried about your eating habits is no snacking between meals is a good way to start. So you know this eating 
Um, never in the history of man have we ever eaten three meals uh, a day. What happened was the uh, Romans, they, they ate one meal a day. And if you ate two, they thought you were a glutton. It wasn't until the 1700s did we actually start eating two meals a day. And that was the wealthy. They had time and uh, food on their hands. So they started eating a mid-morning breakfast, a late evening lunch. It wasn't until the Industrial Revolution did we actually start eating three meals a day. And, uh, okay, well, I'm going to finish that story here in a little bit. I do hear some music coming on. So we're going to take a break and try and work out some, some technical difficulties that we may be having. Thank you. Listeners, hopefully you can uh, you can hear me here. Uh, this is Dr. Brian Foley, your alternative doctor, and uh, you're listening to the number one live natural healthcare show in Nashville. And uh, we are live. We're live here every Sunday from two to four, and we go over all kinds of ways to get you healthy and keep you healthy. And we are doing that today in spite of some technical difficulties that we may be having here. Uh, I myself and uh, Dr. Rob are not in the studio, so they're not allowing us in yet, but uh, hopefully soon we will be. And I'm at home, Dr. Rob's at home trying to get online and uh, I'm here with you. So uh, we were talking about uh, the eating habits and how we got into eating uh, three meals a day. So let's uh, review that a little bit. Uh, the Romans ate uh, one meal a day, and they, if you ate two meals, they thought you were a glutton. It wasn't until the 1700s did we actually start eating three, uh, two meals a day, um, and that was the wealthy. They started eating about. They started eating an early morning uh, breakfast and a late evening dinner. It wasn't until the until the industrial revolution did we actually start eating three meals a day. Uh, the person would get up, they'd go to the factory, and they would. Uh, won't eat before they went in and worked. They would work four hours, they would get a break and they would uh, eat lunch, which is now known as lunch. And then they would work another four hours and wanna eat with their family when they got home. So this eating three meals a day, never in the history of man have we ever eaten three meals a day. It's always been one and possibly two. Now in the late seventies, we started snacking between meals. I'm not sure how that started. Uh, maybe the food companies wanted us to snack. They wanna make more money. They need us eating more. So now uh, that's happened in the, seventh, uh, in the 70s, the late seventies. And now the person gets up, they eat breakfast, they snack. And by the way, a snack is the same thing as a meal to the body. And then they have lunch, then they snack then they have dinner, then they snack, 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 and then they go to bed. So what all the food that you were eating the night before was uh, still being processed when you wake up the next day. Your body never gets a break. Uh, 
our ancestors, they might go two or three days without eating, and then they would kill something, eat it, and they would feast. So your body is set up for feast and famine. Uh, if it wasn't, we would not be on this planet today. So uh, that's the way our body's set up. Now, the other problem that we have is our food supply is so poor with nutrition. You know, when food companies start making uh, food, they don't make food to um, worry about nutrition in it. That's their least problem. They're making it to look good, taste good, smell good. Uh, that's how they make their, their money. Uh, but they could care less. Some companies might care, but most companies uh, would care uh, less about the nutrition. They don't look at the nutritional value, how nutrition nutritionist is this, if that's a word. Um, they're looking at what's it taste like, what's it look like, what's it smell like, and nutrition is way down on the line. So that's why we have a, a lot of carbohydrates, a lot of processed food in the standard American diet. So this all started with a, a comment I made earlier uh, on what we do in our office. So we have to help people overcome and change their eating habits and get rid of the carbohydrates. If there's one hard thing to do, uh, it's usually trying to work with the person to cut down on the carbs. Now, most people come into our office, it's what we call uh, carb adapted. There's only two fuels to burn in your body. One of them is carbohydrates or sugars, and the other one is fat. That's the only two fuels you, you have, your body will burn. And your body will always burn carbohydrates first before it ever starts to burn fat. So here's what we're trying to do when somebody comes into our office is we're taking them from being carb adapted, their body's adapted to burning carbs for fuel, to fat adapted. Uh, fat is actually a cleaner fuel for our body. There's actually two extra steps to burn a carbohydrate than there is to burn fuel or to burn fat. Uh, fat has more uh, energy in it. So let's say that we're working with a person and they're, they're cutting down on their carbs and now they're going to start complaining, hey, I'm always hungry all the time because we took that fuel away from them. We don't want them to snack between meals. So we took that away from them. So what that also tells me is there's not enough fat in the diet. Uh, so we got to get that fat back in the, the diet. Now, fats, good fats, uh, butter, believe it or not, is a, a good fat. Uh, make sure it comes from grass-fed uh, uh, cows. Uh, butter's a good uh, fat. Ghee, G-E-E, ghee, uh, is also, which is considered clarified butter, it's just concentrated butter, is a good fat. But you have things like your olive oils, you got your coconut oils, you got your avocado oils. Olives by themselves are, are, have a lot of fat. Um, nuts have a lot of fat in it. Uh, avocado oil now that you can use. So what we want them, the person to do is to start using more of the good fats. And there are good fats and there are bad fats. And we're talking about the medium chain fatty acids that uh, will make you feel full. And by the way, you do have to have dietary fat to burn body fat. So we wanna make sure that the fat is going up. And you should have probably, it depends on the person, but on the average, you could use anywhere from, depending on what you're trying to accomplish, anywhere from 20 to 40 grams of fat per day 
good fats per day. Uh, if you're trying to lose weight, believe it or not, you have to increase your fats to maybe 40 to 60 grams per day to try and lose weight. But it does you no good if you're not cutting down on those carbohydrates because your body is always going to use carbohydrates first. So here's a scenario when we're working with people on losing weight. Your liver holds about a cup of sugar. That sugar has a lot of water with it too. So we have to deplete that sugar in the liver. So let's say the person's doing well, they're watching their carbs, they're depleting the uh, sugar in the liver. Now we have to deplete the sugar in the muscles. The muscles hold not quite as much uh, sugar, uh, all our muscles, but we have to deplete the uh, sugar in the muscles. And now once we got the, the sugar in the liver and the sugar in the muscles depleted, now we're hitting the fat. Well, at the beginning, when you're losing all that water weight, uh, at the beginning, you're losing two or three pounds or maybe even three or four pounds a week. That slows down a little bit to maybe two to one pounds when you hit the muscles. And then that slows down to maybe one, one and a half pounds uh, when you hit the, uh, or even a half a pound uh, when you hit the fat. And here's what happens. The person gets frustrated because they don't know this data. They don't know this information. So they get frustrated. And then they say, well, I'm going to have a free day. Well, then they go out and guess what? They fill up that liver again with a cup of sugar. They fill up their muscles somewhat. And now they have to work again to decrease the sugar in the liver and then decrease the sugar in the muscles. And then they're burning the fat and they just get frustrated. Uh, and they'll usually give up. That's why you need somebody like myself and Dr. Rob. He's also at my office. Uh, he's trying to get online here with us today. But uh, you need somebody like Dr. Rob or uh, myself to help coach you and guide you through those rough areas. Uh, you know, if you were on a safari, you would have a guide out there and that guide would show you where the quicksand is and he would take you around the quicksand. He would know where the tigers are and he'd take you and safely through passage away from the tigers. Well, that's kind of what I look like look at what I do with uh, patients. Uh, you know, there's a lot of pitfalls out there. There's a lot of frustration out there. And it's always good to have a guide or a coach or a doctor, whatever you want to call it, uh, that's been through it many, many times that can help you uh, get over these uh, problems. All right. So before we wrap up here, I do want to let you know, we got a few things going on in our, uh, in our, office. One of them is a webinar and you might hear that uh, ad on TV, but we do have two webinars. Both of them are on neuropathy. If you have neuropathy, you know what it is. And it's absolutely totally free to come to these webinars. We have two of them, one of them on Thursday evening and one on Saturday morning. If you'd like to come to that, 615-333-0056. If you can't come to a webinar or you can't come into my office, I should say, we also have different levels of services that we offer and you can get a free health survey. You just email me at myfreehealthsurvey at gmail.com, myfreehealthsurvey at gmail.com. You fill that out, you send it back to me and we will put together a nutritional protocol based on your symptoms, uh, systems I should say, uh, body systems and let you know what your protocol would be and how to get those uh, supplements. And we're talking about whole food supplements. So that's a way that we work with people all the time on these health surveys, whatever you can do at whatever level you can do it. Uh, 
you should start changing your health. And the last thing that I want to tell you that we have going on in our office is every Tuesday, we open up our doors to the community and we have what we call Heart Rejuvenation Day. And Heart Rejuvenation Day is um, every Tuesday from every Tuesday morning. And it is absolutely totally free. You can come in. We have this heart sound recorder and we listen to the heart sound, which tells us what nutrition the body's missing. All nutrition goes to the heart first. And if you'd like to attend that on Tuesday, it's 615-333-0021, 615-333-0021. You just have to call, leave your name and number, tell them you'd like to come in for your free heart sound recorder, and we'll get you an appointment for you. Dr. Rob, you there? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? Hey, you made it. All right. I see yeah. you. <laughs> you might see my mouth in the picture here. All right, so uh, you made it in. That's fantastic. Okay, so we had a little bit different setup, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, I think we're working out the kinks on this, and we got Dr. Rob in with us uh, today here. So uh, we're going to take a short break here, and we'll be back. We're going to actually talk about something that we all need and we don't get enough of, and that's my tease for the next, uh, next segment. I'll tell you what that is after the break. Welcome back, listeners. You are listening to the number one live natural health care show in Nashville. We've been doing this for over 10 years, getting people healthy and keeping them healthy. Uh, one thing I do want to let you know, if you uh, have any questions, always feel free to call the uh, radio station there. They just gave you the number, 615-737-9986. But those that don't like to uh, call the radio station or they don't like to be online uh, or live, you can always email me at nutritionalquestion at gmail.com, nutritionalquestion at gmail.com, and we'll be glad to get your question answered online. All right, and for those that are just sick and tired of being sick and tired, want to come straight in, we do have a 50% savings here for you. All you have to do is just call 615-333-0021 and tell them you heard us on the radio and you can come in for $89, normally $178 value. Uh, you can come in for $89. That's our radio special. You just let them know and come straight in. Tell them you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. All right, Doc. Um, we've been talking about uh, what we do at our office, and uh, we got everybody geared up here to know that we are natural health care doctors. We don't uh, cut things out of the, the person. We don't um, give them uh, chemicals. We don't burn things out of them. What we do is give them whole food, real food nutrition. Now, one thing that we see a lot in our office, and uh, I'm going to ask if you agree with me on this, Doc, and I'm sure yeah. you do, is sleeping problems. All right. <laughs> uh, have you ever seen a sleeping problem come into the office? Well, I, I think it would be, have I not seen a sleeping problem? Yes. It is very rare if we uh, do not see uh, 
somebody not sleeping. Now, why are we concerned about sleep? You know, a lot of people, they say, well, you know, if I, I don't want to sleep my life away. Well, no, that's not the purpose of sleep. The purpose of sleep is to regenerate, uh, restore, revitalate, vitalate. I just made up a new word. Uh, <laughs> so we want to get that body up and going. 86% of all your healing goes on when you're sleeping, not when you're awake. 92% of all your fat is burned when you're sleeping. So if you're trying to lose weight and you're not sleeping, guess what? You're not get, getting the maximum fat burning uh, going. You might not even be able to lose weight if you're waking up in the middle of the night. So mm -hmm. there's over 50 million people suffer from uh, some type of sleep problem in America. Uh, and there's 80, I didn't know this, uh, but there's 80 different sleep disorders, okay? It's luckily we don't have to know all 80 of those if a person walks in the door, but uh, we do not have to know that they don't sleep. There's some common things that are going on with these people. Uh, there's another 20 to 30 million sleep sufferers have intermittent sleep problems. And I guess that, I guess you could say that that's what we see a lot of is intermittent sleep problems. Uh, yeah. if I'm understanding that. Uh, they're getting this broken sleep. Uh, one in three adults don't get enough sleep on a regular basis. Now for us, what we want to do is our goal is to get somebody to sleep through at least six and a half hours and ideally seven hours per night without waking up, without having to go to the bathroom, but just pure sleep through the night. Um, okay, so those are the kind of the statistics and why we're talking about this. And, and the real reason we're talking about this is that almost everyone, I can't think of one person that didn't come in that didn't have a sleep issue. Uh, we actually have uh, what's called the heart rate variable and that can tell us your quality of sleep. It actually checks um, heart rate variable. Maybe doc, you could explain a little bit about the heart rate variable before we get into uh, specifics on sleeping. Sure, yeah, the heart rate variable is uh, measuring how your heart reacts to uh, when you're standing up or when you're laying down. Um, there's a difference in the way that your body acts. Um, when you lay down, it's your low gear that gets turned on, your high gear gets turned off. And, uh, and then if you were to sit up or stand up, it would reverse. You would have your high gear turn on, low gear gets turned off. And, uh, and so when we do the heart rate variable, we're going to uh, have you laying down and standing at different parts of the test. And uh, we'll see how, you, how your heart reacts to the low gear, how it reacts to the high gear, and how it switches between. And uh, that tells us if you're transitioning well, if you're getting down into good low gear, and if you're not, uh, that's definitely a sign of uh, poor sleep. Right, exactly. So everyone that comes in and gets an evaluation, and by the way, if you haven't ever had a, a true functional evaluation, if you haven't ever been in my office, you probably never had a true functional evaluation. Uh, if you haven't had a, a, an evaluation where they actually can check your sleep, everyone that comes in and gets an initial evaluation and our evaluations, like I just said, are functional evaluations. So they're completely different than say, going to a medical doctor or, or uh, a medically oriented doctor. Uh, they're functional. We're not necessarily looking for diseases and that kind of stuff. We're looking to see how things function. So as Dr. Rob was explaining that heart, heart rate variable, that tells us 
the quality of sleep. You know, a lot of people uh, come in and Doc, you probably heard this too uh, from mm. patients. They come in, they go, oh, I sleep like a rock. And uh, <laughs> we're looking at their heart rate variable and it goes by numbers and negative is, is actually bad. And they're at the negative end, very low negative end. Well, what that tells us, yeah, they're sleeping like a rock because they're totally exhausted. Uh, they're not getting that quality of sleep. They're not getting that healing back in. And we get many, many people say, yeah, you know what? Uh, I think you're right. Once we point that out, because I wake up and I'm still tired. Well, that's a good sign. You're probably not getting into quality sleep. All right. So, Doc, uh, do you have uh, some information over there on sleep that you want to express here to get us going? Sure. Yeah. Um, so uh, when we don't get good sleep, I wanted to talk about some of the uh, the effects of, of not getting enough sleep. Sure. <clears throat> and uh, you're right about that seven hours. That's kind of a golden number. You got to at least get that much if you're an adult. Um, if you're a kid, you need more. But um, uh, if you don't get enough sleep, you could have, of course, a reduced ability to learn new things and impaired memory. You know, when you're a student or if you're learning something, uh, you want to be getting good sleep so that you can uh, so you can take full advantage of that learning. Um, you could have um, an increase of accidents on the road. Um, this is really uh, uh this is a 2013 um, data here. Uh, drowsy driving caused 72,000 car accidents. Um, yeah. When I heard that or uh, saw that, I was I was pretty surprised. Uh, yeah, I, I, I remember sitting at a uh, car stop. This is many years ago. I think I was still in high school. I was at a car stop. I was sitting at a red light, and this guy pulls up next to me. It was early morning. I was going to work because I was working. Uh, a morning shift. It looked like he was coming off of work and he fell asleep sitting at the red light. I'll oh. never forget that. And I go, Holy yeah. smokes. and well, uh, I honked my horn, woke him up and he took off. <laughs> That's the last I saw him. So I don't hopefully know he, he got, got it home. All right. Yeah. 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 The, uh, the 72,000 car accidents that, uh, uh, that represents more people getting in car accidents than texting or drunk driving combined. Wow. Yeah. So there's, this is a very important uh, thing for your safety on the road. Um, increased uh, neurological problems come from poor sleep or not enough sleep. And this, if you don't get enough sleep over time, that could lead to dementia and Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could all... Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. That's basically, it's because your brain health, it, re it requires that sleep. And uh, that's when your brain detoxes. And if you don't get a good detox every night, uh, there's a lot of in, a lot of stuff in our environment, in our food supply, um, that uh, gets built up, and you got to clean it up every night. That's right. And uh, it, it, you know, our goal is to get somebody first to sleep six and a half hours straight through. That's actually a victory when we do that uh, nowadays. Uh, and mm -hmm. then our ultimate goal is to get them to sleep seven hours straight through. But if you sleep less than uh, six and a half to seven hours. Uh, or you have broken sleep, it actually increases your risk for obesity, diabetes, high blood pressure, heart disease, stroke, and frequent mental distress, whatever that means. Uh, we call <laughs> that brain fog, I think. Yeah. And leads to adrenal fatigue. So doc, what is one of the things that we have to handle when we're handling uh, people that have sleep issues on almost everyone that comes through? 
Well, that's going to be that last thing you mentioned. The adrenals are just shot and uh, they're not letting people fall asleep. That's right. So your adrenal glands, if you don't know what your adrenals are, they are, you have two of them. They sit on top of the kidney. We call them your stress glands. Uh, they're the ones that make the adrenaline for the fight or flight, but they also make cortisol. And if your adrenals are fatigued, that cortisol will be very high in a lot of cases. And guess what? If one of your goals is to lose weight, you're not gonna lose weight. Here's another thing I see people do. They think that they have to exercise to get healthy. Now, don't get me wrong. Exercise is good. You do need to exercise, but to get healthy, exercise is about 20% of it. Um, so, uh, uh, I thought I heard the music come on there, but, oh, I did hear the music come on. Okay, so we'll talk about uh, adrenal fatigue a little bit uh, after the break. All right. Welcome back, listeners. This is Dr. Brian Foley, and I'm online with another alternative doctor, Dr. Rob. Doc, you there? Yes, I'm here. All right. For those that don't know it, we're not in the studio as of yet, but I got a feeling it won't be long and we'll be back in the studio. So we've been having a few technical difficulties here today. We got a whole new setup here uh, on how we're getting this live to you. Uh, but uh, you are listening to the Longest running live natural healthcare show in Nashville. We've been doing this for over 10 years. And the reason we do it is because of uh, people like this. And I'm going to read what we call an improvement report. And we asked this person, what was it like before you came to see us? I had low energy, days and nights mixed up for my sleeping, low vitamin D, high cholesterol, headaches. How is it now? My vitamin D is at a normal range. And normal for us is going to be about, uh, we wanted a high normal, somewhere between 60 and 90. Uh, my cholesterol is now back in a normal range. Uh, yes. And no headaches. I have much more energy. I'm sleeping well at night. I'm following the eating plan for three weeks and have lost 15 pounds. And... Thank you, Dr. Rob and Dr. Foley, for all you do. All right. And she gave us five stars, Doc. All right. <laughs> all right. I don't know where these stars came from. I guess it's uh, <laughs> uh, like Google stars or something. But anyways, uh, that's something that, that can happen. I mean, we, we look at this. Now, we talk a lot about nutrition and all. And we talk about a lot of the testing that we do, like the heart heart rate variable, but we do all kinds of blood tests too. We check for vitamin D, we check for cholesterol. What's, what's more important is um, not necessarily your, uh, the cholesterol numbers. Many, many doctors will put a lot of emphasis on that, but it's the cholesterol size as your liver making the large pattern A, that's what you want. Uh, and if it is, then those do not stick on the artery. It's the pattern B, the small ones that stick on the arteries. And guess what else we test for? Adrenal uh, cortisol and adrenal stress. Now, we don't do a blood test on that. What we do is we do a saliva test. It's a take-home test. All your active cortisol is in your saliva. If you go have a blood test done and they're checking your cortisol, functionally, that's useless. 
It doesn't tell us anything. Your cortisol runs on what they call a circadian rhythm. Uh, it's usually high in the morning when you wake up. It's supposed to be high in the morning when you wake up. It's supposed to drop a little bit at lunch, a little bit at dinner, and be at its lowest at bedtime. But that can be all over the place. And so we want to find out, so we're not guessing, we want to find out where is that, uh, where is that cortisol at. So Doc, uh, one of the main things we have to handle here is the adrenal fatigue, which leads to sleeping. Uh, you want to say a few words about the adrenal fatigue? Oh, yeah. So uh, we're talking about uh, getting um, uh, basically there's a bunch of people who are overworking their body. And, uh, of course, this, they're, they're doing a lot of uh, things. Say, say you have to drink coffee in order to get going in the morning. That's right. a good sign that you've got uh, you've got this um, where your adrenals, which uh, the coffee will stimulate those so you can get up and do your your day. Um, are, are basically, uh, have, have had that happen so many times without taking enough of a break that, uh, they're getting worn out and you, you're starting to depend on that coffee. So adrenal fatigue is something that, uh, partially, uh, it's, uh, it's the lifestyle and partially it's nutrition. Uh, so, uh, that's one thing that we, uh, so we have, uh, uh, you know, bottles that we use of, uh, supplements, uh, whole food supplements and, uh, one of those is called Drenamin, and uh, the Drenamin bottle has the label worn off of it. You look at all the bottles, and uh, the Drenamin one uh, label, you can't read it because it's gone, basically. Everybody yeah. is using that Drenamin to keep their yeah. adrenals up. And in yeah. them, yes. Yeah, so, so just to clarify, uh, not all the bottles of Drenamin that we sell have the labels gone, but right, right. Uh, <laughs> but the True. bottles that we use to test, there's a certain test that we do, it's called nutritional response testing, and we test that to make sure that the person actually needs it. You're not coming right. into uh, Dr. Rob, and you're not coming into uh, myself, and we just say, well, I think you need this, I think you need that. No, there's a whole way to read the body called nutritional response testing, and it'll tell us what's compatible. But that one bottle of adrenaline, there's little tiny testing bottles, is worn off. You can't even see. If, if we didn't write what, what it was on there with a Sharpie, we wouldn't know what it is. But yeah, it's, we, it's one of the to, ones that is worn off totally and completely. You can't even read its name anymore. That's how yeah. much it, people are using it. Yeah, we have to keep writing it back on there because we keep using it. So, But uh, that's just showing how much the adrenals need. Um, they, they are, they are hungry for uh, tyrosine, which is a part of vitamin C and it, that's not the vitamin C that most people are getting out there. It's uh, the real vitamin C and the ascorbic acid is what most people are getting. And that's a, a, a lookalike. It's not really uh, the full thing. It's just part of it. And that part is missing out of, uh, so it's missing and people, you know, they don't know that they need vitamin C for their adrenals mostly, but, uh, but you really do. And that's a big part of that adrenaline. So, and then the other part of that adrenal fatigue would be, uh, can you get into some good sleep? Are you, um, uh, are, do you have a lifestyle where, uh, you, you slow down to eat? That's a huge thing to be able to digest your food. Um, there needs to be a balance between getting up and going and resting, digesting, all those things are uh, are need to be in balance. And uh, in America, we go, go, go. And the adrenals, of course, are going to be the first thing to wear out. That's right. So, Doc, you mean in the morning when the first thing I get up and I think I, uh, 
the first thing I think about is getting a cup of coffee and then I gobble down all my uh, breakfast. Uh, yeah. I might have adrenal fatigue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, that's a huge symptom. And if, especially if you're eating sugar as your breakfast, which, uh, sure, I'm going to put that in my coffee. Right. Oh yeah. You put it right in the coffee and then you, and then you have the, uh, ba- the bagel with the, uh, you know, sweetener on it or, or you have a cereal bowl of cereal that's sweetened or you, you know, breakfast these days is a, uh, is actually dessert in disguise. Yeah, you're right. And it's the, it's the hardest thing for most people to overcome because of the way the American standard American breakfast is. That's the hardest uh, meal to get people to change. Yeah. Yeah. The, the breakfast is, uh, is there's, there are good choices out there, but, uh, if you're eating, uh, more healthy, you kind of open up your, uh, your idea of what breakfast could be and it'll support you a lot better because so many choices got just have too many carbs, too many sugars. And that kind of, that it just, uh, feeds this fire. It feeds this issue of the adrenal fatigue. Yes. And here's a, here's a way that you could know if you have chronic adrenal fatigue there's a thing called the pendulous abdomen. If you're gaining weight in the midsection area and you got the fat hanging over your belt, that's called pendulous. So they call it a pendulous abdomen. It's a sagging or hanging uh, belly and it's hanging over the belt. And that is a sign of a chronic fatigue problem. Uh, Now, if you have like a pot belly or what they'd call a beer belly, that's actually a liver problem to distinguish the difference between the two. But if you got the pendulous abdomen, um, one that hangs over the uh, belt, you've got chronic uh, adrenal fatigue for sure. Uh, A couple other just symptoms of adrenal fatigue would be, uh, well, you might be able to see this in the summertime uh, with these shorts. People that have shorts on, they got skinny legs, but big bodies. You wonder, Mm. they got like toothpick legs and then they got these big bodies. And you wonder, well, how can their legs hold up that body? Well, that's adrenal fatigue. You start getting these different body shapes uh, and you can tell from a distance, you know, my favorite pastime is going to the mall, sitting down and and watching people. Um, And uh, I've been kicked out of many malls because I didn't buy anything. I'm just watching people. No, I'm just joking. (laughs) Um, But but you can, if you pick up on these... um, on, on these uh, body shapes, you can almost tell what the person needs. Wow. So, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's a, a very uh, difficult because these people might come in, say, oh, you know, I've tried losing weight this way or that way, and, uh, and they just can't lose it. And um, then you ask them how they're sleeping, and they say, well, I, I don't sleep very well. And you say, right. well, that's, that's a big piece of this. Yep. And also another another hint is you need a mid-afternoon nap. If it ever feels like you need a mid-afternoon nap, that's when that cortisol starts to drop. Mm. And I think we got that music uh, going on. So we're going to take a short break here. We'll be back. This program strives to provide accurate and trustworthy information. The advice given on this program is based on a short description of symptoms given by the caller and is given with the understanding that neither the station nor the host is offering a diagnosis or cure for any health-related condition. No sickness or physical disorder can be accurately diagnosed through the format of this program. Thus, anyone seeking advice should consult with their own medical professionals before pursuing any cures, procedures, or treatments suggested on the radio. 